My name is Dina and welcome to Slavsvite, a podcast about Slavic languages. Today we are going to be talking about a very interesting feature that is not only present in today's Slavic languages, but is also a part of languages that aren't even Indo-European. It's dual. In Slavic world, only Slovene and Sorbian languages still actively use dual, and today I'm going to be talking about dual in Sorbian since I did a lot of episodes on Slovene already. But first, let's get to know the languages. Upper and Low in Sorbian There is an article by Roland Marty called Lower Sorbian, Twice a Minority Language. What is this about? Well, Upper and Low and Serb Sorbian are spoken in the eastern part of Germany, around Bautzen and Cottbus. I will post a map of this area on my website, along with this episode's transcript, which can be found in this episode's description. These two languages have always been repressed by German, well, and by other languages as well, but German definitely. Sorbs and their languages didn't have many rights, but still managed to keep the language alive considering the fact that they all had to be bilingual. Nowadays, Upper Sorbian is dominant. It has more speakers, around 30,000 or something like that, whereas Lower Sorbian has fewer speakers, therefore it is again a minority language among Sorbian languages. Sorbian languages are also called Wendish or Lustian, and although they are mutually intelligible to some point, they still show some differences. But more on that in the episode where I actually talk about Sorbian languages in general. For now, I'm going to focus on dual only. Before learning Slovene, I never actually knew what dual is, and for a really long time, I thought this was a feature only seen in Slavic languages. Turns out, that is not true. In fact, Dual is not only present in Indo-European languages, but in Semitic languages as well. But let's take a closer look at what dual actually is. So dual is a grammatical number, besides singular and plural, used to express the presence of two subjects or two objects in the sentence. It was already losing its function in Proto-Slavic, but all Church Slavonic and Russian Church Slavonic in the Old Russian period, so from the 7th until 14th century, still managed to keep it, as well as today's Slovene and Sorbian languages. To be clear, these languages also have a tendency of losing it, so this is a possibility as well. We can already sense this loss in literal Slovene, as Josh Rocio explained it in the episode number 4, and in Upper Sorbian, where dual exists only in standard language and with words to and both. But one interesting question arises here. Why did dual develop in the first place? Well, we can only hypothesize about that since it developed long before the writing system in any of the languages, but I still want to share some interesting theories with you. One of them is that when people started naming things, they needed names for collective nouns. But they noticed that two of something doesn't quite fit this concept, so they decided to go with yet another number that is actually a specific singular. Another hypothesis is that it it is actually a coincidental plural form that originated in today's India and from there spread to other languages, including Slavic. Either way, we'll never actually know, but the way I see it is there were a lot of things that came in pairs, so eyes, arms, ears, so people wanted to find a way to emphasize that. 
You can still see the dual forms in all of the Slavic languages when talking about these potty parts that I mentioned before, although the dual itself is not present in these languages anymore. So, back to our Sorbian. Since, as I said, the tendency of losing dual is very strong in spoken Upper Sorbian, I'm going to be providing examples from Lower Sorbian, where dual is still pretty much present. Another thing that suggests that dual is eventually going to be replaced by plural is the fact that plural can express virility in male animate nouns. So that means that the forms of the nouns marking male persons in accusative and genitive are the same in plural, but not in dual, in Upper Sorbian. On the other hand, when talking about male animates in Lower Sorbian, that is to be noticed not only in singular, but in dual as well. So, let me demonstrate. Kon, a horse, is a male animate. In Lower Sorbian, we would say, for example, mam dveju konjovo. So, accusative form is the same as genitive form. But in Upper Sorbian, mam dvaj konje. Accusative form is the same as nominative form. I have two horses. When it comes to a male person, however, both Upper Sorbian and Lower Sorbian express it in dual. Mam dveju vucabinkovu, Lower Sorbian, and mam dveju vucerjov, Upper Sorbian. I have two teachers. Accusative and genitive forms are the same. I hope that this didn't cause a lot of confusion. It took me quite a time to understand it myself. <laughs> so let's compare the clension of a masculine noun with ostam in Old Church Slavonic and a masculine noun from Lower Sorbian that has so-called hard declension. In this case, the Old Church Slavonic rab means slave, um, I guess, I'm not sure, correct me if I'm wrong, please. And nan means father, dad. So, in Old Church Slavonic, nominative, accusative, and vocative form in dual is raba. In Lower Sorbian, nominative and, well, lost vocative form is nana, from nan. Then, the genitive and locative forms were the same in Old Church Slavonic, and that was rabo. In Lower Sorbian, genitive and accusative forms are the same, and that's nanovu. Then, dative and instrumental forms in Old Church Slavonic were the same, and it's raboma. Whereas, dative, instrumental, and locative forms are the same in Lower Sorbian dual, and it's nanoma. So as you can see, there is a lot of resemblance. Some forms are the same in different cases, but this is a whole other story. One thing I do want to mention is that dual is mainly looking up to singular, so when some forms of some cases are the same in singular, they tend to stay the same in dual too. Anyway, there are two types of dual a natural and a dual with number two and word both. A natural dual is used when talking about two things that have a natural or historical connection. On the other hand, dual with number two and the word both can be used with things that don't usually come in pair. Another interesting fact that I wanted to mention is dual in Arabic. 
I know Arabic is not a Slavic nor Indo-European language, but it fascinated me when I found out that it also has dual. I have no background in Arabic, so I'm just going to leave you with the fact that dialectal Arabic tends to express dual only with nouns, but modern standard Arabic still uses it with verbs, adjectives, and other parts of speech. Arabic adds an ending an to the nouns regardless of their gender. You can read more details on Wikipedia, as I did, since I don't feel that comfortable discussing this any further because, as I said, I have no clue about Arabic. Just wanted to share a fun fact. And so, we've come to an end. If you want, you can always find me on Instagram under Slavsvite or write me on slaviktparty at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.